When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Take you back a little bit to the month of August. I wasn't long back from my holidays. I think it was just back from my holidays. And I went to see the Walsh's in Ballincollig. We'd had a message from Sandra who said, my dad is in a terrible situation. He has advanced dementia, is nonverbal and has poor mobility. Aside from this, he's healthy, fully engaged in family life. Mum and I care for him full time and we want to continue doing so. We used to have two carers calling three times daily, seven days a week, but now we've nothing and we're finding it very physically difficult. We lost our service entirely a month ago. We're physically and mentally exhausted. I've gone to politicians and appealed to the HSE to no avail. It doesn't appear to be a priority with anybody. We now have no option but to go public. I went to meet the family. I spoke to Sandra, Sandra and her mom, her dad. Well, her dad doesn't speak uh, at the mo- anymore, uh, but he knew exactly what was going on in the room, and I remarked it. He, his eyes were moving, and he was watching us, and he knew exactly what, what we were saying. And I said to him when I was leaving, I said, I will do my best to get this out there for you. Let me cast your mind back to that interview which I did in the family home in Ballincollig in August. This is Sandra telling me about just the operation of getting her dad off his commode chair and into his wheelchair. And remember, this is just one moment in their day. So I can actually say to dad, we'll do a standing up. Now I may have to say to him once, I may have to say to him 10 times, Mm. depends on the individual day. So I'm able to assist him to sit forward and just a gentle tug of the arms and he will actually stand straight and strong for me. That way mum is able to pull up his trousers, take away the commode and just drive his electric chair in and he will then sit down on it with me. Now, there are days when he's pouring off of that and you're going oh my god I'm on my own holding him he's at risk of a fall oh dear mom mom hurry up with the chair yeah but there are other days when I practically don't even need to hold him yeah but the thing is you don't know until you try it's inconsistent yeah there's no foreseeability in it I can't tell by looking at him yeah what way he's going to react Because of that, it is very, very dangerous for me to be doing this on my own. Because when the carers were here, the two of them would assist him in standing. And either mom or I would be there to drive his chair into place. We never left one of them hold him on their own for his safety and their safety. And stressing, that's just one task in dad's day, Sandra. Now... 
You had nothing when I called to see you in August. What do you have now? Good morning again. Good morning, PJ. Well, before I tell you what we have now, Dad's ability to actually stand and be assisted is gone. So it's now a hoist transfer from bed to commode, commode to chair. So it's a physically, it's a whole pile more difficult and requires a whole different level of observation of that so um, when I spoke to you we had been without our service for a couple of weeks and early in September because I had been ringing around agencies at least once every week I sourcing agency who were able to do Monday to Friday mornings only mm-hmm. that was fantastic because I can't recall if I mentioned it at the time, but my intention was to go back to UCC yes. to do a master's. Yes. And I am now enrolled on that program and the course commenced on the 12th of September. Now, it's a program with a huge burden um, of work with reading assignments. It's actually almost equivalent to a PhD being done in one year because I only made out recently there's approximately forty to 45,000 um worth of words worth of assignments to be completed yeah and your average PhD is about 40,000 words so it's big it's it's endorsed by a European framework this particular one it's big stuff um but that's fine that's a decision I made um unfortunately last Thursday the we were informed by the agency who took on the contract for the HSC in September that they're leaving this coming Friday. Let me just stress yeah. again, Sandra, there is no issue with funding here. Anything that you can get is covered. It's just you can't get it. Is that the it? The HSC is almost like a bottomless tank of money at the moment. But there is an absolute unbelievable crisis in the home support sector. There are insufficient staff. Staff leave because conditions are very poor in their working, like what they are earning versus what an agency is being paid by the HSE is pigs. In addition, some agencies will pay mileage for them to go from one client to another, which could be going from Carrigaline to Balancolic and back again. Yes. Other agencies won't pay it. Their work is insecure. They're usually paid based on hours they work as opposed to HSC staff if they're employed directly tend to have proper contracts of employment with holiday, pension entitlements, etc., etc., etc. The HSC 10 or 15 years ago knew that we were going to have an aging population. There was a move nationally by the HSE to try and keep people in their own homes, living as independently as possible for as long as possible with or without family support. Mm. And, 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 and I should um, jump in again, Sandra, and say that I had the opportunity to meet mm-hmm. yourself and your parents in, in August and I, I wa- walked around the house with you. You've done everything humanly possible to keep him at home. We absolutely have. Like, I could say to our financial detriment and our, the detriment of our sanity trying to come up with the ideas, but we did it because we want to do it. We didn't do it 
just because somebody suggests it or just because Ayrshire, there might be funding available for this, so we'll put in for it and get it. No, we did it because we want to. And we want to have dad at all. You home. love your dad love and you him. want and he I loves don't yeah. Look, no disrespect to any other family out there, but I actually don't think there's a man that's more loved and adored yeah. on the planet. I, I saw it. I saw like, it. Like, people should a, know something. There's a lift in the house, me. for goodness sake. There's a lift from the front room to the bedroom. There is. You drive his wheelchair into the lift, and before you know it, the man is upstairs sleeping in his bedroom with access to the bathroom that he has had all his life do it in reverse in the mornings, he's back downstairs living a normal life, a normal existence, as one would in any two-story yeah. house. But you and can't get he the help. Loves it. The funding is there, but you can't get the help. So are you back to zero? You had five calls a week, I think. Are you back to zero again now? Well, we have one carer who's coming in the evenings who acts as my double, or I act as her double, whichever way around you want to put it. So at least I have her Monday to Friday evenings, but it's still a time commitment on my part. But outside of that, from Friday, we're going to be back to nothing. So nothing at all at the weekends, nothing at all the weekday mornings. And it's creating a very difficult situation because when you're doing the physical washing, dressing, hoisting in and out of bed, etc., it puts a physical and mental strain on the carers. Mum and I are theoretically not trained to do it. Now, I have received training from our occupational therapist because otherwise I couldn't manage the hoist and his electric chair and his bed and all the rest of it. And I couldn't turn him to have him dressed in the bed or anything. So I asked for that and I got it. But what it does is it takes so much time and it takes so much energy that you don't have enough resources left in yourself to do the other things you should be doing in life yeah. and also to do the fun things with dad. I know. Like I'm, I'm on about, it takes time out of cooking, it takes time out of cleaning, it takes time out of me studying. And we use, like, take dad out on a regular basis. We do it less and less the more we have to put time into the physical things in the morning and yeah. the evenings. You explained to me during my visit that just when he wakes up and he and he has his breakfast, so he wakes up and he eats normally, except he has to be fed. But mm-hmm. to get him downstairs with everything done that needs to be done before he can get into the lift and come downstairs. So from nine o'clock, it could be midday. It could be, easily. Right. Because it takes an hour, give or take, to feed him, possibly a little bit more, because the, the more sleepy he is and the more and the slower he is to wake up, the slower it is to feed him. Then, depending on how much washing and dressing is involved in him in an individual morning, there's another time commitment there. But the biggest time commitment is actually in the turning him in the base to get the slings onto him and hoisting him from the base to the commode and then from the commode back onto the base to pull up his trousers and from the base back onto his wheelchair. That's actually where the greatest deal of time is lost yeah. in mom and I getting dad ready. Like in those transfers, you're probably talking about 30 minutes in total. Yeah. 
And then there's cluster washing in the bathroom and dressing him. Now, he has great fun being washed because I've set out a kind of a a makeshift shower for him. And he helps me in the process. And it's quite normal because he's sitting down in his commode shower chair. And we have splish, splash, taking a bath. And we have this scrub, dub, dub, the smelly (laughs) belly and all these things. We we have great fun. I mean, I just go... He's a he demon. A like, I remember demon. Spending, spending an hour with you, like, and his eyes are as alive. Alive. They're sometimes they open up so wide, I think he's going to eat me with them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, you can, you, and you're, you, you and your mom, you're so strong, but like, this is, this is crippling. And the thing is, like you said, there's plenty of money, plenty of money, but nothing to spend it on. Nothing to spend it on. Let me no. bring in and someone who's been helping you here, Sandra. Let, yes. me, let me bring in Deputy Colum Bork because Colum, I know that after our original conversation with Sandra uh, in in the summertime, you you got in touch and said you do what you can. Yes, this is awful. No shortage of money, but nobody to do the work. Morning. Yeah, good morning, um, PJ. I mean, it is a major problem. And remember now in the HSE, you can go back over, say, two years ago, you had over 1,800 people in the Cork Area region providing home care. Um, about 12, 13 months ago, we lost over 400 people out of that 1,800. And the HSE been trying to recruit since. And Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sorry, excuse me. They are, they are having difficulty. Likewise with the private um, companies, they're having huge difficulty in getting people as well. And, you know, I know people will do the comparison of what the private companies are getting um, per hour but in real terms, the private companies have to cover the cost of administration, insurance, all of that as well, which has to be built into the expense in dealing with it. Now, they know that they have to pay, um, you know, the going rate in order to hold staff. Now, and I suppose one of the other things that the government has just did last week is because we have a shortage of home care workers right across the entire country. We've now agreed to issue up to a thousand permits for people to come in from outside of the European countries um, to provide home care specifically aimed at people in the home care industry and that's basically what we're having to do. Yeah, like trying to get someone to help Sandra and and her mom um, to get that around, like it's, uh, you, you, Sandra, you're saying to me here, I think very clearly, 
this Masters that you worked so hard to get onto, you may not be able to do it because you have to mind dead. Well, come January, that's a reality. I may be pulling out of the course. Um, I have classes slash workshops three mornings a week at the moment. I'm in a situation where I will have to choose if we don't have home support in place, whether to continue with the course or look after dad. If I continue with the course, dad stays in bed. If I look after dad, I can't do my classes. That's an impossible situation. And it's a decision that nobody, not just me alone, but nobody should ever have to face. And I know if dad were in his full mind and aware of this, it would kill him. So it's something we are not going to be discussing in his presence. Yeah. Can I just say there, PJ, the, the problem is not only in relation to home care, for instance, we appear to have a particular problem in Balancholic because I have a number of families, even though Balancholic is not my constituency, but people have been on to me. But we've also nursing home facilities. For instance, I was talking to one nursing home. They have 14 beds that they couldn't actually physically fill because, not because they couldn't get the people who wanted respite care or who wanted full-time care. It's just because of the fact that they could not get staff so they had 14 beds actually physically idle because they yeah. could not get staff so it's a huge challenge now within the so, so how do we <coughs> solve it well, I mean your party is in government <coughs> the problem well, is there how do we solve it well the problem is the I suppose the problem is because we have full employment and there's um, I suppose very attractive jobs out there and remember in relation to home care or nursing home care it is a very demanding task on, on anyone who takes on that job it's a huge commitment and people do put in, you know, a huge effort in in providing the best quality care, and it's it's something that people, I suppose, won't stay at forever. You can do it for a period of time, but not forever. And I think what we've got to do now is we've got to look at mechanisms for making it attractive. We've also got to work around timing because you know, say for instance, you have someone who is a young family, they need to get them out to school, um, they need to be able to pick, uh, collect them. It's just building around, can we do hours which can build around that? Say, for instance, if we have someone who's at home, has young children going to school, how can we be more flexible as regards the times we offer? Mm-hmm. And also the whole issue is about cost of travel as well. Yeah. That, you know, it, it's always a problem, but it's mo- no, a far bigger problem because of the cost of of um of cars and the cost of, of uh, that's, that's all that's all policy column and and with all due respect that's not going to keep sandra in college no it's not and i mean uh, we've had you know i i've dealt with it directly since my own mother-in-law now who's 98 you know she was in full-time she was at home for over 15 years even though she was confined to a wheelchair living on her own and we had home care for her and she decided there about four months ago to go into nursing home care so you know she got 15 years at home living on her own and was quite happy to do so and that's what she wanted to do and it's a big challenge now to try and fulfill the need and remember as well PJ the challenge over the next eight years and this is where we really have to be um, proactive in this over the next um, eight years the number of people reaching retirement age is going to increase dramatically it's going from you know we have 760,000 at the moment within the next eight years it's going to be a million this this is going to get this is going to get an awful lot worse but Sandra you know what's something that I'm thinking of and I remember sitting there with your dad and your mom and he was only sitting 
five feet away from me and I remember turning around at the end of it and I knew he was completely aware of, of me being in the he room was. and the conversation. And I saw, I said, to, I said to him, and something, something struck me, Sandra, and I'm going to say it here. I said to him, I'll do what I can. And I saw his eyes fill up with tears. Yes, they did. And they did. And we see that him, on a regular basis if negative stuff goes on around him. It would break his heart to move out. Break his heart? I think he'd be dead within weeks. And that's quite blunt. But I think it's a reality because in, like Dad had to go into hospital for a very minor procedure there back in September. It was a planned procedure. And I had to stay with him 24-7. And if I even stepped out of the room to go down to the cafeteria, when I came back, you'd think I had abandoned him for six years. Yeah. Yeah. Because the relief on his face to see us. Go ahead, Sandra. Go ahead. Sorry, might I bring up one point there that um, Deputy Burke has made? He said that they have issued a thousand uh, or granted permission anyway for the issuing of a thousand work visas. There's a very serious associated problem with this. Let's say they get those thousand people. They're all brought into the country. They're suitably trained, qualified, guard, vetted, etc. Where are they going to live? Because I've had this from agencies that yes. there are occasions when they could get staff, but there is nowhere for them to live and they can't afford it on well, the salary. Actually, Sandra, you've anticipated where I was going to go because I talked to Janet Woodward last week, Colm, from Douglas Nursing Doug Home. Nursing Home. And, and, yes, I and, heard and, it. And, they've nowhere for their staff. Yeah, but one of the, the issues, that, for instance, if you look at what they did in Israel, which was an interesting one, they had a, the same problem about four or five years ago where they couldn't get people to provide home care. So they offered over 5,000 visas for people to physically move in to people's houses. So in other words, their full-time care uh, 24-7, they, they get the accommodation and they get a visa to be in Israel for a period of five years. And we need to look at that as well about people yeah. actually, you know, providing full-time care in people's homes. But, and that's something that we have to look at as well. All right. Right now, this is... That emergency. doesn't work in every situation, though. Well, it's, like, that, we, wouldn't have the, the, we wouldn't have the space for that in our house. We wouldn't. And a bit in know, the house. But we, we have to look at all possibilities yeah. at this stage. Yeah. Like, we have a problem in that we have the numbers of people who are offering to get into this type of employment has reduced. It is a growing uh, challenge in the sense that the number of people who are require care is continuing to increase. And remember, the, the, we have the greatest number of hours at the moment being offered in relation to home care, and we have, you know, everything possible oh, being done. All the, all, the, all the hours in the world are great, Colm. There's, yep. there's no one to do them. That's the thing. Yeah, but, but in fairness, there is, like, there is a, you know, in fairness, there is a, lo a lot of people working in the home care area, right. and the HSE in South South West have recruited uh, quite a number of new people over the last 12 months, but, and they have done three rounds of advertising yeah. looking for applicants and we had a meeting with the HSE in the South South West on, um, on Friday evening, went on from 2 o'clock to, uh, to, to 5 o'clock going through each of the issues and each of the challenges that we have. So we need to continue to come up with new ideas yeah. and we need to continue to amend the policy in order to, to, to deliver the number of people that will provide the care. Do you know what I'm thinking though, Colin? Sorry, PJ. Go ahead, Sandra. Go ahead. Yeah, just on that very point, like I'm speaking to the Home Support Office and the HSC on at least a once weekly basis. And I have addressed the issue of recruitment from them. And the answers I am getting back are they are having very, very 
for responses to their um, recruitment drives. And when they do get responses, often by the time those people are brought on board, they have found jobs elsewhere because the training and the vetting process is so arduous and takes so long. Now, I'm going to be the first person to hold up my hand and say, well, there are things that have to be done. Mm. But you can't be waiting six months from the time you no, apply know, for a job. But in fairness, on the training side, the training side, you have to go through the process on the training side. Yeah. Um, it's it, yes. you know because in fairness, it is a very um, you know complex area. It's a, there's a there's a whole issue in relation to handle manual handling and management of patients, and it's important that people are adequately trained. Tim, Tim, Tim I think you know that color. Do you know where we're at now? Is it? I, I just need. To, I'm, I'm running getting conscious of time but what I do need to, to, to wonder here is I'll be in 20 days time I'll be sitting down maybe this time maybe slightly earlier with my family having my Christmas morning breakfast and I'll be thinking in my back of my mind of Sandra and her mum and dad and wondering how their Christmas day is going this is an emergency column but, but PJ the emergency can only respond, be responded to by having an increased number of people applying for these jobs. We we have full employment. There's jobs out there that people are more attracted to. And whatever mm-hmm. money you put in there, it is something that someone want, want to be, you know, really committed to and be sure that they have the skills to deliver the care yeah. that's required. Okay. It is a challenge and it's not going to change, but we need to look at about flexible hours and working with people to accommodate their requirements as well. And I think it's something that, you know, will be dealt with over because the demand is there. The question is, how can we fill it and what time, kind of time period uh, can it happen? And this is not just in Ireland. As I said, I quoted the one in relation to Israel. Oh, it's no, happening right around it, the world. It's an international it's, problem. It and we a... also have, remember, we also have the same problem in relation to, in relation to our uh, hospitals, in relation to nursing staff, in relation yeah. to care assistance. There is, you, you know, you're in a world market, you're competing oh, yeah. in a world market. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and again, it's not for the people... want to be here. It's not for the want of, of funding. I'm just wrapping it because of the, the, the question of time. Um, call him, but thank you. Sorry, there. PJ, yes. before you wrap it, Go can ahead. I say that there is an issue with the agencies as well, though, because the HSC seems to have very little control over what they do. They each come in with their own agendas. They walk out the door when they basically feel like it. And something has to be done with the contracts that the HSC are giving the agencies as well. All right. All right. Listen, I wish you and your mom and dad all the best, Sandra, and keep in touch with us. All right. Thank you very much, PJ. I really appreciate it. And listen, I hope to goodness you don't have to quit that course. Because I, you, you were, you were taught me how hard. It's not work. looking good at the I moment. I know it's not. It's I know not. it's not. You take care of yourself. Thank you very much. And my best to mum and dad. That's Sandra Walsh, and Ballancolic. And no disrespect to, to Colin Bork because he has, and in fairness, Sandra repeatedly says in all the notes, long, long pages of notes, she sends me that Colin has been doing his absolute best, but. It's just brick walls, brick walls, brick walls, brick walls, brick walls. And as he said, a recruitment emergency, a real recruitment emergency. Corks 96 FM. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. 
but nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.